Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed readings in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year, primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. These second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm within this series. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years, that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter, but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit the Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website, on which I have posted for this podcast an illuminated page from Psalm 63, in the Stuttgart Psalter. Please note that there is a difference in numbering between Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used since the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which has the effect of making all the psalms from 10 to 150 off by one number, For example, Psalm 63 in today's reading is Psalm 62 in the Vulgate version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice which still is used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. For more on Trinity season, the longest season on the Anglican Church calendar, watch the AIC seasonal video series Trinity Tide, the teaching season, which includes its history and its place on the church calendar, including all the possibilities for the lengthening and shortening of the season based upon the dates of Easter and First Sunday in Advent. That series is presented in nine episodes each linked from the digital library page with the podcast version linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm readings for Fifth Sunday after Trinity are Psalm 62 paired with Psalm 63. You can listen to the podcast homily for morning prayer for First Sunday in Lent for the full text and commentary on Psalm 62. Psalm 63 is a 12-verse psalm credited to King David and its first words in Latin are Deus Deus Meus. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh also longeth after thee, in a barren and dry land where no water is. Thus I have looked for thee in the sanctuary, that I might behold thy power and glory. 
For thy loving kindness is better than the life itself. My lips shall praise thee. As long as I live, I will magnify thee in this manner and lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied, even as it were, with marrow and fatness, when my mouth praiseth thee with joyful lips. Have I not remembered thee in my bed, and thought upon thee when I was waking? Because thou hast been my helper, therefore under the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul hangeth upon thee, and thy right hand upholdeth me. These also that seek the hurt of my soul, they shall go under the earth. Let them fall upon the edge of the sword, that they may be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. All they also that swear by him shall be commended, for the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. St. Basil the Great, who was bishop of Caesarea in Cappadocia in the 2nd and 3rd quarter of the 4th century, and one of the church's most influential clergymen on the subject of the equality of the Holy Spirit with God the Father and God the Son. Basil wrote that if it were a perfect psalm for use as a morning prayer, it would be Psalm 63. Verses 1 and 2 suggest that it is clearly set in the morning hours. The psalmist writes that he will look for, quote, for thee in the sanctuary, a reference to the tabernacle or temple, the places appointed by God for worship. Historians consider verse 2, barren and dry land where no water is, as a reference to the desert of Idumea, a land where idols were worshipped in the time of David. But there is a more complete meaning at the spiritual level. The understanding that the human soul thirsts for God was a common theme among the early fathers of both the Eastern and the Western churches. This early church tradition is now largely forgotten in the Western Church. St. Augustine, or Augustine in the English tradition, lamented that instead of thirsting for God, too many men thirst for gold, silver, possessions, inheritances, property, and money. Quote, wisdom may be thirsted after, unquote, he said, as guidance for those whose desire is to ascend to the heavenly Jerusalem. St. John Chrysostom often offered a similar lament concerning men's desire for earthly riches instead of spiritual things. The great St. Gregory of Nyssa, or Nyssa offered a variation on the theme of spiritual thirst in some, that is found in 63.2. In his classical explanation of faith, he describes the response of the thirsty man upon suddenly finding water in the driest places in meaning deserts. The thirsty wanderer, St. Gregory said, does not pause and wonder where the water came from or why or how or what was its chemical composition, but instead kneels and drinks and thanks the one who sent it. Psalm 63, verse 8, repeats the theme of the righteous seeking protection under the, quote, shadow of thy wings, a phrase also found in Psalm 36, verses 6 and 7, 57, 1, and 61, 4. Christological interpreters read Psalm 63, 12b, 
quote, the mouth of them that tell lies shall be stopped, unquote, as a reference to the mocking sign on the cross, which Jesus was derisively labeled in three languages as king of the Jews. St. Augustine, again Augustine in the English tradition, observed that by Christ's crucifixion, the men of that time rejected the lamb, who is Christ, in favor of the fox, who is Caesar, but noted that Christ will be king and the mouths of the mockers will be stopped. Psalm 63 was the inspiration for Isaac Watts' hymn, My God Permit My Tongue. In the Psalms of David, published in 1719, his collection of metrical versions of the Psalter, uh, you'll find that his hymn, which is hymn number 790 in the St. Chrysostom Hymnal, which is another AIC bookstore publication. For more on the early church understanding of several important doctrines, words or phrases used in this podcast, see the entries in our bookstore publication, Layman's Lexicon, for Christology, God, Godly, Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity, Lamb of God, Lord, Righteousness, Righteous slash Righteousness, Resurrection, Right Hand of God, Tabernacle, Temple, Vulgate, Wisdom, and Worship. For a listing of every use of Psalm 63 in the Psalter, see the entry for the Psalm in the Prayer Book Psalter History Text and Commentary, which also includes in the introduction and explanation of the different classes of Psalms, and at the back of the book, a complete glossary of every person, place, or event that is mentioned in the Psalter. Among the early saints mentioned, Basil of Caesarea is the focus of episode 17, John Chrysostom of episode 9 and episode 10, Gregory of Nyssa in episode 6, Augustine of Hippa in episode 20 in our Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, a second series commemorating nearly three dozen other saints from the Western and Eastern Church traditions. The contributions of Basil and Gregory to the additions to the Nicene Creed made at the Council of Constantinople in 381 are discussed in Episode 7 in our Christian Education video series, The Nicene Creed. As with all our videos, the episodes are linked from the digital library page with podcast versions from the podcast archive page. The first lesson for first sun fifth Sunday after Trinity is Ecclesiastes 2, 1 to 11 and 18 to 23, which are two homilies on vanity. The second lesson is Matthew 19, verses 16 to 30, which include the parable of the rich young ruler and Jesus' sermon regarding the man who has left his family and wealth to follow him. The reading from Matthew is discussed and illustrated in chapter 19 of another AIC bookstore publication, The Gospel of Matthew, Annotated and Illustrated. The closing prayer is the Collect for Fifth Sunday after Trinity, which was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Leonine Sacramentary, the oldest of the Roman Catholic sacramentaries, with one change which was made in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer when the word church was substituted for the original word 
congregation. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church dot net.